What's up, guys? Welcome to the sports episode, the weekly sports episode. Uh, before we get started, we just want to th- wish um, the Bills corner, uh, Damar Hamlin, a speedy recovery. We wish the best of his friends and family and um, just want to spread the love. And we hope he makes a speedy recovery and his family's doing well. I'm repeating myself. So with that, I think we'll get to the show. I'm not very good at these. Well, I mean, the show is going to start with this anyway. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was probably one of the scarier moments I've ever seen on a football on a football field. Because, I mean, the granted stuff happens every now and then. I mean, if I see it happen. Sometimes every college player gets a neck injury or something. I remember a few years back somebody got hit and they were paralyzed and every now and then there's this terrible football injury that takes place and it's extremely unfortunate, but it's just part of the risk of playing the game. Um, and like a play like this was just a run in the middle play. It, it didn't seem like anything, it was, yeah, anything it was a- crazy. There've been way bigger, bigger hits all year long, but you just never know when a seemingly regular play turns into something really scary. And that's unfortunately what happened here. Um, I remember I, I was, it, it was a Monday, so I bowl on Monday. So I left home game was still playing by the time I got to the alley, uh, there, everyone's just like, guys, see what's going on in the bills games. It's like, nah, it's just like, guy, they have a hand on the field. They've been doing CPR on the students. It's like, oh shit. Immediately to kind of just like sucks the air out of the room. Cause it's just such kind of a shocking moment. Cause I don't remember the last time there was something this serious that happened in, uh, Football in the NFL game. Actually, it was uh, Shazier. What's his name? Uh, Ryan. Yeah, Ryan, Ryan Shazier. Shazier. Yeah. When I mean, he had that, I think his was a neck injury. Yes. And that was probably the last like very serious, very scary, super serious moment that's happened in the NFL. Um, but yeah, the, it it was enough to get the game postponed, and understandably so. Um. So yeah, I mean, I just out of nowhere thing. It's just very unfortunate. And it was a very, what, what do they call it? A very t- typical, not, it, it was a nothing to it tackle. Trade, I want to say trademark, that's not the word. But uh, uh, it didn't look like much. No. And it really shows you that if these freak accidents can happen at any time. Um, though, you know, I'm not advocating for these things to happen. Um, I'm glad that the eyes are on how people can make maybe certain hits or something like that cause bodily injury, like maybe a um, lesser part of the game, like with Tua getting his concussions this year, which was really bad. Um, The concussions of that, or the concussion of the Patriots player the other day, it's it's a sad part of football. It's a terrible part of football, but it is a part of football. Um, I mean, because there's always there it, it, just that week there was uh, I forgot what the play was, but someone tried to tackle the quarterback and then they didn't go all the way through with it and ended up the quarterback ended up just getting out of the tackle and throwing it because the player just was afraid to get a rough and passer penalty. Yeah, and while there are times where it's just like okay maybe we're going a little too far with some of the some of the protecting the player stuff and, and then 
any then the typical play comes in most serious moment of the of the year um it's just a reminder yeah there's a reason that they're going with a lot of these player safety rules it's just you just have to mitigate as much as you can because there's always going to be something you're never going to take the injuries out of the game that's just not the way the game works but the point is to lessen it and this year has not been great injury wise like again Tua who has now what three concussions on the year yeah should and awful ones at that yeah should probably not play the rest of the season and i mean there's always talk of like at what point do you stop playing because it's just not worth it because you just don't know what's going to happen it sucks because he's so young but three concussions in one season is not is nothing to mess around with long-term effects are going to come into play um it's just what 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 are the next steps that the league in, is going to intend to take out of this? Because uh, it's it's scary. I mean, it's I don't know what you're going to do. Like I don't know, I don't know who uh, more people are going to say. I know my kid's not going to play football, and then that effect it is just going to ripple. Play something else, something that's not going to get you paralyzed or something. It's just such a high risk sport. Um, yeah, it's just. Reminder, the players just put out so much to risk every single week that they play. It's just a very dangerous sport. And they go out there, and they love what they do. They're very passionate about it. Uh, it's just an unfortunate part of the game. Yeah, and I just want to emphasize that we we wish we wish him a speedy recovery. Uh, with that, I think we'll go on to... Um, more more sports happenings um what do we have what do we have on the slate today well i mean we're going into the last week of uh of football so there are all kinds of playoff playoff games with all kinds of results that can take place this upcoming week i'm gonna pull up the schedule real quick um i know the sunday game is packers and lions right yeah and that's a do or die game. Yeah. Win and you're in, losing you're out. Yeah. Yeah. And then if they lose, then Zant's not going to be here this week. <laughs> I won't be doing the next sports episode till next year. Yeah. Or at least till baseball season starts. And then, he'll, but he'll show up for the recordings. And just during sports, he won't talk. I'll just glare at both of you. He'll just glare at us. But I mean, hey, maybe I'll get a, a part time producer out of it. So I'm okay. <laughs> I will say, halfway through the season, there, it seemed crazy to think the Lions or Packers would be fighting for a playoff spot at the end of this. The Packers had such a miserable mid, uh, middle part of the year. Lions had a miserable start, and they both have had very impressive finishes thus far. Probably two of the hottest teams in the league. Um, Going to be a really exciting game. The other game that's super exciting, kind of a similar vibe, is the Titans at Jaguars. Uh, I was not expecting to see the Jaguars on pace to make the playoffs this year. And now they get a home game against the Titans to lock up the division. And Ryan Tannehill is not going to play. And not that I've watched much of the Titans games, but I'm not seeing a whole lot of promise out of whoever their backup quarterback is. Uh, Titans are kind of slipping away. And all of a sudden we're going to have the Jags and potentially the Lions in the playoffs this season. Little mix changing up a little bit. I'm not saying I'm not trying to show the Packers. I'm just saying I, I, he saw me moving <laughs> the mic closer to my seen, mouth. We haven't seen teams like the Jags and the and the Lions in, in a good bit. Actually, the Jags were in a few years ago, weren't they? With Bortles, right? 
God damn. Yeah, that doesn't count. We're not going to count that. <laughs> that, team, that team wasn't going to go anywhere. Uh, what else is going? What else is <clears throat> being played? Um, Buffalo and New England, and then the Jets are playing the Dolphins. I think that's somewhere. Those are some of the some intense games. Also fighting for those last wild card spots. Um, it's an exciting week. There's always a lot of really good stuff going on. Um, probably one of the better weeks that we're gonna see. Um, Giants and Eagles are also playing. You know, I think if they lose that game and Dallas beats the Commanders. I think they could take the number one seed. I I have like um a thing, but it's only like for the Packers. But I know there's like, yeah, the number one spot in the NFC is like really up for grabs, low key, because they got what? Who's fighting for it? Like Minnesota, 49ers, Dallas, and, and the Eagles, right? Yeah, all... it's all of a sudden is really close because Hurts hasn't played the last two games and they uh and they're losing. I I still thought the Eagles were gonna beat the Saints last week. I was surprised at how bad they did. Because they were like right there with the Cowboys all the entire game two weeks ago, and then they played the Saints, and then they just collapsed. <laughs> so it's kind of weird, but um, yeah. All of a sudden, the NFC, uh, the NFC number top seed is uh, up for grabs. Um, I mean, honestly, though, either way, I don't think anyone's beating the 49ers. Yeah. That team just looks too good, and Brock Purdy looks pretty damn solid, to be honest. All I know is that if the Packers make the playoffs, I don't want to see the 49ers at all. No, that would. I think if there's a team you want to dodge in the NFC, it's got to be the the 49ers. A team that can just completely beat you with everything but their quarterback is one of the scariest teams to go against. Um, Corey, how how the Colts do? Looking to get Derek Carr, right? No comment. <laughs> uh, we're looking to score a touchdown in the next game. Whoa! Uh, whoa, via, whoa hold on, hold on. via a pass. You're you're playing the Texans. Ooh, that doesn't bowl. mean shit to me right tank now. Bowl. It means you're means you're not going to throw. You're going to run because the Texans can't run, guard the run for shit. Yeah, well, we don't have Jonathan Taylor right now, so yeah, that's that too. <laughs> Most of our quarterback pull is hurt. I think we're going to call Uncle Rico in a minute. So you know, so I'm going to take a turn to fantasy real quick. Um, I've mentioned it before how I committed to the no running back strat in fantasy where you just don't draft a running back for like five rounds. And in my head, I was like, well, if, if, because Jonathan Taylor was like the unanimous number one for, if anyone, if you, if you're taking a running back, you're taking Jonathan Taylor number one and kind of turned into a bust for the year there. It was pretty disappointing. The Colts, the Colts in general really let me down. Um, yeah, well they let me down because I'm a Colts fan. True. Um, and we hired a, uh, coach, to with you know no experience with no experience with the last name saturday when only maybe two percent of the games are played on saturday um yeah i'm pissed <laughs> uh, but it's yeah. not been a good year of me oh year of me a good year for you a year for me in terms of sports hey i like their the blue on the jerseys though i gotta be honest the colts have the coldest jersey so i'm just saying that right now. i didn't say that but i do like the blue I'm saying it. You know, what I don't like is like I think it's the Jets who have like the weird ass orange those orange jerseys that look gross and disgusting. The who? I think it's the Jets who have those orange. Guys. It's not yeah. the Broncos. No, well, no, 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 no. There's is like a brighter orange. Again, I'm colorblind, so it might not be orange, but it's this or, or the disgusting Browns? ass color. No, it's like it's like a really bright orange or something. It is fucking gross. I'm pretty sure it's the Jets, and those are the ugliest uniforms I've ever seen. Bright orange. Yeah. 
they're like this this look up jets alternate uniforms i'm sure there's something gross and disgusting that's gonna pop up and it might not be orange but whatever it is it sucks um i like the chargers dark purple jerseys that was one of the reasons i became a fan a long a long a long time ago i love their their color jerseys i'm not big on the powder blue they have a lot of powder blue stuff, and I'm just never been big on that. But it's just whatever. I like the dark purple stuff. Yeah, but the the Jets, their alternate jerseys are black. Okay, no, I'm, it, might, it might be a different team then. Yeah, the only team I could think of that's all orange is the the Broncos. No, it's a, it's a much brighter orange. The Browns, maybe. I don't know. I'm not to I'm not to Google and look it up after this. Yeah, can you let me know? Because actually, it's starting to irritate me that okay, I don't know yeah, who you're talking about. Uh, yeah. So when I was mentioning when do they wear them? So I don't know the last On Sunday, probably <laughs> the last uh, it was fantasy football championship this week. And um, so a couple of years back, Alvin Kamara had that game where he scored six touchdowns and pretty much guaranteed anybody who had him on their fantasy team a championship this year. It was fucking Mike Evans, who I had drafted in my league third uh, in the third round. And he was just letting me down all year long because for being like one of the most dependable wide receivers of the last 10 years uh, for some reason brady just decided that he's never going to get a touchdown again i don't think evan scored a touchdown since week four and then this fucker last week shits the bed Devonte adams shits the bed and somebody else shit the bed on my team and my top score highest scoring team in the league i can't even do that um the highest scoring team in the league lost so i went to the semifinal lost the in the banger. semifinals why did i not think of that and yeah, then fucking mike evans goes off for 200 yards and three goddamn touchdowns scored like 50 50 points it was ridiculous <laughs> all year long this dude doesn't get touchdowns at all he gets he doubles his touchdown total in week 17 it was ridiculous i scored more points with mike evans and Devonta adams alone than my entire team did the week before And I get a bronze medal for it. Bullshit. I just want baseball to start. No comment. I don't play <laughs> fantasy football. You don't play fantasy football. You should give it a one. You should give it one shot. No, I've tried, no. but I, I don't have the attention span to be playing fantasy football. Like I'm hyped for it like the first week, and then like I'm like, oh. You like the draft? You like the draft then? No, not even. No. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I just. I don't know. It's just not me. Because I, I get it. I know. I'm, I'm sure because people bail on teams all the time because the draft is fun. And then not everyone wants to keep up with it the entire year. Yeah. Like I forgot who I was talking to, but like my brother and my friends, they all have like a league and stuff like that. And they ask me every year and it's like, well, it gets you more into football. And it's like, I don't have to play fantasy football to be into football. You know what I mean? Like I like it already. I just don't like, uh, I don't know. Maybe it makes me feel like, like I have to watch it now because I'm watching for players. But like right now I'm just watching it for fun. Well, yeah. that is that is a good point, uh, a, a fair point, because if you do invest in it, then you need to learn more about the players in the league. So you get to follow more players. It makes more games interesting at the very least. It gives you something a reason to watch some of the games or focus on these certain players. Um, like it happens every year. You you go for your sleeper players like, oh, those guys can break out. Like I've been on Tony Pollard for like two years. I've been saying the dude is better than Ezekiel Elliott and it finally paid off. So like there'd be people who are like who's this where did tony pollard come from and why is he so fucking good it's just like i've been watching him for two years he's been really good it's just that the cowboys don't want to give up on elliot and it just gets you excited to see the see him go off for 150 yards two touchdowns and back-to-back weeks and then you just see like the next up-and-coming 
NFL star, and then you get kind of attached to them for a bit. Yeah, and then, like, also, too, it's, like, I might be, I don't know if this is, like, superstitious or something like that, but I don't want to put any of my good energy hoping for, like, another player on another team to do good. Like, I honestly really only care if Packer players do good. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. You could... Like, I don't want to be playing... Like, you know, I don't want to be playing the Vikings one week and I have Kirk Cousins as my quarterback. And I'm like, damn, I just hope he throws 300 <laughs> yards on the Packers. You know what I mean? That's why I don't bet. Like, I do, like, I do a lot of betting. That's why I never bet against my teams. Because mm. I never want to be pissed that my team wins. Yeah. Because I've definitely had that happen before. I decided I hate this feeling. I hate that I'm mad This my team just clutched up and had this insane win. And it's, uh, I just it's stick- a lose-lose. Just bet on them to lose. So you could be happy that they won. But then I guess be sad that you lost money. I think I'll take, in some cases, I think I'll just take the money. I try to draft people out of my division, so I don't have that problem a lot. But it still kind of kicks my ass. I would be like, uh, I heard that Cowboys fans always draft like only Cowboys players. I'd be like that, but with Packers. This would not have been a good year to do that. It would not have been, but I mean, no, it's it it's what I got to do. Aaron Rodgers is my backup quarterback. And then... I don't even remember. Oh, no. You know what? They, had, they have really good running backs. I took that back. They have really good running backs. Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon is a badass uh, running back core. I would have to hope on them to carry me. That's what they were supposed to do this year. They are supposed to carry that team. But, yeah, they Packers offense didn't really start waking up until now. So Not until uh, Four Watson, games ago. Until Watson showed up. Yeah. Started catching a dozen touchdown passes. It's crazy how many touchdown passes he's been getting. I have a question. How's um, Deshaun Watson doing? Um, I think he's only won one game, right? I think this last game was probably his best one. He looked a lot better. Before that, he looked like someone who hasn't played in a while. By the way, I don't like him. I just want him to fail. Well, see, I don't think anyone's upset. Well, everyone's happy right now that the Browns did not make playoffs. They went from the most... You know what's funny? <laughs> With Baker Mayfield, everyone was like, gosh, man, I just really want this team to work out. And then all of a sudden they get Deshaun. It's like, God, no. man, we hate the Browns. <laughs> it's they so a, sad. They had a lot of goodwill from being garbage for so many years. And te- it's, it's kind of like um, the Cubs. It's just like, okay, the Cubs have not won a World Series for like 108 years. I kind of want to see them win one. It's like, let's finally see it. And it was kind of the same thing with the Browns. Like, they've been garbage for years. Let's actually see them do good. And with all that goodwill, they signed Deshaun, ja- uh, Deshaun Watson and gave him that super favorable contract, and it went all down the drain. Now everyone fucking hates the Browns. Yeah, fuck the Browns. Hey, we saw him go to the playoffs, what, last year, two years ago? Yeah, but they had Baker, so you knew nothing was going to happen. That's okay. They made it to the playoffs. That's it. They could go on another drought. <laughs> so we just yeah, want Deshaun Watson to never make the playoffs, <laughs> so you can say that Baker was better. <laughs> yeah. Make the playoffs for two years. That's it. Number 20 years of garbage again. I just feel like Deshaun Watson's overrated anyway. They give a lot. Like you gotta like be be honest with me. He doesn't deserve the money he's getting right now. No, no. And he is to is he really considered that prominent of a starter? Because I don't think he's a he's a starter. I think maybe okay, like I think that's a bit of a reach. When he was I don't on think the, he's a starter. When he was on he was on the Texans, right? Yeah. Because I remember I remember they were scary for a little bit, and then did he get in trouble? That's why he left, or he got hurt. And he got, got in trouble. He, he got, got hurt. And then he got in hurt. Yeah, and then he came back and he was fine. And then he it got was in like trouble. first year he was in the league. He got hurt. See the thing. The thing is, is not that he's like, like a uh, Josh Allen or Mahomes, but 
the when with a team like the Browns where they had a great running game and a solid all around roster, kind of like the Rams before they got Stafford, they <laughs> just needed that really uh, that above average quarterback that can put them over the edge. And Deshaun Watson was available, so they said, "All right, you know what? We have this is an opportunity. We may as well take it." And they did probably overpaid for it a bit, and then picked the wrong guy because everybody hates him. Um, but yeah, it was just kind of one of those things. They they were willing to overpay for the sake of having the opportunity, just for the fact that he was available. Will he have a full season next year? Or is he still in trouble? No, he's he's good. He's good to go now, unless he does something else stupid. I guess we'll see what happens next season then. His suspension is up. His tiny ass fine is is paid, and uh, yeah, he just gets to play football now. Yeah, he's going to fail. Everybody wants him. To Fuck him. Yeah. Sorry, I totally ruined the vibe. What's going on now? I don't know. I was, um, I was, trying, I was thinking we're to transition to next. <laughs> uh, what were we transitioning to next? I don't know. That's what I was trying to think of. I wasn't um, prepared for after that. Is there anything going on in basketball? Um, everyone. Yeah, my team's scoring, falling apart and losing. Somebody scoring fifty points every fucking night. Luka Doncic had the sixty point triple double. Giannis just put up a career high fifty five points. Uh, Donovan Mitchell scored seventy one points. Clay Thompson just scored fifty four points. Pretty much just a whole lot of really high scoring games. I didn't know that Donovan scored the most points since Kobe. I thought somebody else did close to Kobe. Once. So uh, Booker had 70 against the Celtics a few years back. That's what I was thinking of. I was surprised when I saw that too because um, I forgot what Booker finished. I just knew it was 70 plus. It just happened to be 70 on the dot. Although that was a little less impressive because I, if I remember correctly, they kept on fouling the Celtics so that he can get more opportunities to score. And they lost that game. They lost to the Celtics. And then in this game with Donovan Mitchell... He scored like 13 straight points in overtime to, to uh, beat the Bulls. So that was far more impressive. And he had 11 assists. That could have been an 80-point game, no problem. But he played point guard. And he's fit really well on that Cavs roster. Would I have them second or third? I think I had them second in the standings. Did we even do a preseason? <laughs> yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. I'm pulling I gave the, up on mine. I'm pulling the standings up right now. I, I, get, I completely gave up on mine. I don't... Oops. Well, so here's the thing, because I I was big on the, I was big on the Cavs and they're doing really good, and uh, all of a sudden the Brooklyn Nets are in second place. They've won twelve straight. It, I think I had them lower than that though. Well, yeah, I expected some shit to go on, and it kind of did. It, they just happened to get a really e- fairly easy stretch of games here, and they've just crushed everybody. Uh, yeah, they're twenty five and twelve now. They're looking really good. What's going on with the the Warriors though? Because like they're Ugh. terrible away, but they're great at home. They're like three and seventeen on the road, and like eighteen and two at home. So I don't know what the fuck is going on with that team. It's not a sign of a championship roster that they can't win on the road, or uh, or a veteran team. That's not something veteran teams usually do. It's just so very, weird. It's very weird. Because I saw that stat and I was like, I don't, I don't even understand how you could do that. Uh, here we go. I got it. 17 and two at home, three and 16 on the road. That's crazy. They're now in ninth place, actually tied for eighth place with the Phoenix Suns, who have finally started to fall off. Uh, and Denver is number one. Hooray. I had them winning. And amidst Luka Doncic's insane scoring streak, the Mavs have won seven in a row and they're in fourth place, which I think you had them rated a lot higher than I did. Who is it? The Mavericks. Yes, I did. I had them. 
I don't remember. I have it written down somewhere, but I vaguely remember having them close to, if not surpassing, Phoenix, because for some reason, and I still believe it, and I'm it's starting to look this way. I had a feeling that Luca would be front runner for MVP. He is definitely the front runner for MVP right now, and I'm so proud of doing that because this is the first time in a very long time that <coughs> one of my hot takes has even panned out a little bit. <laughs> you know what? It was I would not have expected is. The Sacramento Kings in fifth place, which is just yeah, still well, sounds weird to say out out loud. It's crazy it be- weird to hear because they're they're winning and then they have this whole light up the pillar or whatever it's called, huh? They have this thing when they win where they chant. They have this thing that the arena does where it's like they light up, light it up. It's called they just say light it up. It's a stupid thing, and it's turned into a meme. Where every time they win, somebody screams, light it up or whatever. And like, I'm so sick of it because I think the Pistons already played them and they lost. And anytime I lose to the Kings, I get like more frustrated than anything. Because it's like the Kings. The Kings. One of the. Who are the A's of basketball. Yeah, I was going to say one of the least successful. (laughs) Which is why, which is why I get pissed off because it's like you're losing to the A's. Like when the Yankees lost two out of three to the A's last season, I nearly threw my phone through a window. You know, I don't think the Kings have made playoffs since like Mike Bibby. Fucking Vladdy Divac. It's been a long ass time since they've been to the playoffs. Pedro Stojakovic. What's funny is you can name, you can name players that played for him that were like pretty good, but they didn't do anything. No. So it's like Pedro. Pedro was good. Cousins. Cousins. Yeah. Yeah. Cousins was awesome. Bibby was, was good. I feel so bad for Cousins, dude. He never got paid. All those years. But he got hurt. Being, he kept getting hurt. I know. Well, I mean, I know, but he got traded and then he never got that. Because he, he was like a 28 and 12 player. He was insane. His stats were ridiculous and he never got that big contract. He was he was set for a max deal and then he got hurt and then that's it. Six million dollars. Big guys. Don't <laughs> pan out in the NBA. I'm saying it right now. You're When's the last guy? Name the last big guy. And this is a question for both of you. Who stayed consistent and did not get hurt consistently? Jokic. Besides Jokic, does Giannis count as a big guy? No, I I think Giannis is like a f- genuine freak. How about because uh, he's big? Okay, he's a Greek freak. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> keep forgetting. Got he's him. a Bucks fan. Um. You and me would have not got along years ago. Um, I just started liking him. Like I, I was born like a couple years ago. So, um, so how about so, so okay? So Embiid's kind of in the middle because he gets hurt, but it's not like Anthony Davis hurt where he's gone for weeks at a time. That's what I mean. He so gets a jo- lot. Of, he gets a lot of little things. Joel Embiid, I would say, is the most consistent, but it's not even consistent. It's just you know what he's done. He's mastered the art of the fall. He knows how to fall properly. I bet he's been highly trained on how to fall so that he does not get hurt. Because he falls all the time. He never puts any pressure on his knees. The second anything happens like that, he just falls over. And then that's just what he does. He falls down all the time. But he never he does not get any serious injuries injuries because of it. I'm still thinking of big guys who Okay, so I'm I'm just gonna go through a bunch of centers right now. Cause yes. apparently Demontis Sabonis counts as a center. I, I don't think he's that. I'm tall. talking. I'm talking about big name people. 
Uh, I was gonna say like Rudy Gobert is a pretty big guy. Okay, so Gobert, I would give. Yeah, I'll give you that. Here's one. Jokic again. Um, Adebayo is not a really big big guy. Um, how about Boban, Marjanovic? He doesn't really get hurt, but he only plays like ten minutes a game, 15, 20 minutes at most. I wouldn't include him. No. No. He's not good enough. I mean, I'm not gonna be the one that says that, but maybe. Uh, yeah, the other really good big guys, Porzingis, he gets hurt. Can't use him. Porzingis is he gets hurt. The first thing in his bio says hurt. Before you even get to born, it says hurt. Um, no, not really. Really big names. No, not really. Honestly. But you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, though, I, know right? what you, I know what you're saying. So like, we had this conversation when we had dinner, and we have this conversation anytime basketball really comes up because every time you come over and we talk sports. One of the first things I think of is, oh, what's Anthony Davis doing? He's and it's one of two things. It's he's doing very well or he's hurt. Yeah. And it's so frustrating because you guys basically hung a championship on that guy. We got one. You did. But does it count? But yes. <laughs> I count that one more than the baseball one, but that's a conversation for another I count time. both of those more than that any I, other regular We can talk season. about that another I, time. I will never understand people shitting on the bubble championships. There is no... There the is, basketball they one They did makes not sense. get home court at all. They lose their, 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 their advantage. There is no crowd. There's We're nothing. The it is just pure basketball. The basketball one, I understand. The baseball one, I will not. Um, the basketball one was great because one, uh, they put them all in a bubble. Everyone had neutral. You're right. No one had home home field advantage. And I would argue that during that bubble, those games, some of those games were some of the most entertaining games we've had in the last six or seven years. There were some really awesome games in the bubble that are not never going to get those big highlights because they didn't have the awesome crowd reactions. But there were some insane games played in that. That's ball. exactly what I'm talking about. The foot, the football, the baseball one I have an issue with because it's being played three different parks, and it was just dumb. And then like you know and I never liked about it. I hated all the cardboard cutouts. <laughs> okay, that so looks... you and me will not get on the same page today because I love the cardboard cutouts for one reason. They look so stupid. Every time one of those fuckers got beheaded, I thought it was the greatest thing. Because the one thing I will always regret is not paying... Well, I mean, I didn't have the money to do it anyway. Is getting my face on a big head, or whatever I call it, put it in the outfield, and then Pujols hit one, hits one and goes right through my chest. Like, <laughs> that. to say that would be so cool. What if... Uh, what what if Pujols hit his 700th home run and it hit a cardboard cutout? How much would that cardboard cutout be worth? A lot. $500,000. <laughs> Easy $500,000. we talking auction or straight sell? Um, or market value or, uh, or auction? Because auction, I'd say $500,000. I, I hate easy. auction prices. You know who else hates auction prices? The guy. The fucker that guy here judges ball. Well, he should have <laughs> taken the three mil. I would have taken the three mil. You... What an idiot. If it was me who caught it, and the second I brought that thing home, Shelby would have hit me across the head and said, you better sell that thing, like, immediately. Yeah. That's funny. I would have given it back for, like, a picture. <laughs> you want to know no. what's the sad thing, though? In the heat of the moment with my f- adrenaline pumped up, 
I almost would have walked up if, you know, somebody walked down the aisle to me and said, hey, do you want to meet Aaron Judge? I would have went, I want to meet Jeter. <laughs> <laughs> and he would have been like, yeah, whatever, dude. Like, let's go. He says, meet Judge. is like, hey, dude, um, they said I can meet you for the ball. All I really want is $300,000 for the ball. And do you have Derek Jeter's number? I, I, if he would have came down, I probably would have said something more of the lines of like, uh, you know, once I meet Judge, uh, he, you know, somebody would ask me off camera or whatever, like, "Hey, well, who, what's your, who's your favorite player?" And I'd be like, "Andy Pettit," and then they were like, <laughs> "No, like modern day player," and I'd be like, "Rizzo," and then they would be like, "What the fuck, man?" Yeah. Judge is sitting there shaking my hand, like, <laughs> "What?" He's like, "I mean, if you, if it makes you feel better, I'd take a picture with you." Yeah, like, no, I probably would have done that too. Definitely, like, I mean, if. Because the guy took the ball home and kept saying no and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I don't know if, like, we were playing, I don't know, like, that were to happen, like, in football. Like, I don't know, Aaron Rodgers' cleats flew into the crowd and I grabbed it, you know? <laughs> I'm not, like, sitting, I wouldn't have been sitting there asking for money. I would have been like, can I meet him after the game, please? I would meet him and then yeah, and, and then sell them back to him. It's just like, it's like, either I'm taking this to auction or you can get this at a huge discount. And I love you. It's, it's just I love you. You're, you're super rich, and I need a fucking house. So let's make a new here. Uh, I'll give it back to him if you can get him to tell me he loves me too. Yeah. <laughs> on on recording, and I want you to be my my ringtone. Can you come to my birthday? <laughs> I I would have. They would have asked me, "Hey, do you want to meet Judge?" And I would be like, "Yeah." They took me in the back, and I would have bitched and complained the whole time because there's no food back there. <laughs> I'm but, hungry. <laughs> That wasn't part of the deal. Sorry. <laughs> Here's a bag of, bag of chips, you little bitch. I'm going to be like, thanks. They give you peanuts. I'm allergic, actually. That sucks. We had this discussion, too. If you got this, I mean, if I got the 700 ball. Yes, we talked ball, about this, yes. If I got the 700 ball, 100% I'm selling it. If you got the 701 ball, holds no value. But, well, way less value. But I might keep that one. Unless that's his last one. Yeah, no, we had this conversation because it was... Do you want to have the ball that tied it or the ball that passed it? And we were both talking about the the benefits and the disadvantages of both of them. Yeah. And I think what we came down to was we would feel better and less like a fucking movie villain if we got the one that tied it. If we kept the one that tied it. Well, because yeah, because oh, because it was it was Pujols seven hundred and oh yeah, because no, that was Judge's yeah record breaking home run. Yeah, the one that breaks it is worth more. The one that ties it is pretty cool. Because what, but the crazy thing is, is if you catch the tying ball, you really should turn around and sell that immediately anyway. Because the second he hits the next one, loses all its value. Loses its value. Yeah. Do we, did somebody catch the second to last one? See, no one, no one even cares. Yeah, I I did actually. Oh, yeah, you did? (laughs) Yeah, I did it actually. But then why the fuck are we recording this on Yaz Room? Yeah, the, the, you, like you guys said, the next one. I didn't sell it right away. <laughs> it's still in my room. It still smells like the stadium, though. He he was he was watching the game and he was holding it in his hand. And once he, Judge hit the six, sixty second, I threw it back. He <laughs> he threw it through the TV. Now, what if you got one from like? What if you got something really valuable, but it was like someone you're really attached to? Like if it was a Jeter or a Manning. I want to be invited to a cookout. Like, um, like if I like say I had if I got like Kobe shoes from the fi- finals game, uh, game seven against the Celtics, 
that would be so fucking hard to give up for me. If you're if you're talking about me, I could say this. If it's like an Aaron Judge home run random in the middle of the season, like that I keep. Well, I mean, you're I mean, keeping that, but like if if it's like a, a record breaking thing, I would like I would have a tough time even coming to a decision. Like life changing money kind of a thing. Yeah, because like this guy that caught this ball and he sold it for one point five. Um was that how much it sold for? Or is that how much he got? Because that's was, how much it sold for. So he's not going to get that. No, I guarantee you, he gets like forty percent. He's going to get, get taxed. He's going to get nine hundred thousand dollars, something like that. I bet he. Gets, I think he gets even less because the auction takes a big chunk, and then and then you have to pay taxes on top of that, and that's going to get taxed at a huge percentage. He's yeah. probably going to get like. I'm going to probably like five hundred thousand dollars. Would he still have got tax with the Yankees offer? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you still get taxed, but you wouldn't have to pay the the, the auction. Oh yeah, the uh, fee, the extra fee, fee. which is big. Mm-hmm. The auction auctions take a big, big fat chunk, which is why I would not want to do something in auction. Yeah, that's I feel him. I sell him a car all the time. <laughs> I just I would have I would have tried this. I I don't I don't know. You know, I sit here and say I would sell it for an enormous amount of money. I don't know if I caught the sixty second home run if I would even come to decision fast enough. Yeah, you definitely need time to t- uh, think about it. Yeah, because you're you're sitting there and somebody from the Yankees office comes up to you and says, "Do you want to picture with Judge?" It's like you almost feel like you have to say yes. I would take a picture of Judge and I would tell him to his face, "I'm not giving you the ball. <laughs> you can buy it. I'm not giving you the ball." Well, That's true. Do you have to agree to give him the ball for you to go back? There? I guess it. That would be. Bullshit. We need a catch one to find out. So okay. is that going to be? <laughs> I I know what we're doing this season, boys. <laughs> We have to find out what is the most historic hit or home run that can happen this year, and then we got to plan it out and find out where the odds might be to get it. Honestly, or you just need to catch somebody's first home run. I, I'll tell you what. I bet That's... even the ticket alone would be worth good money. Like I'm, I wonder how much money that dude paid for that seat for the you, home run. That's a thing. If I had a – here's a, here here's something. If I had caught the ball, if I had caught the ball and I had a ticket stub – for that game, I would almost sell the ticket stub, or or no, sell the ball, sell the ball, keep and keep the ticket stub, keep the stub with a picture of you with the ball. There you go, and money. Yeah, all the money. It's yes, like, and yeah! a giant stack of money. <laughs> yeah, that would be a really cool compromise. It's like I would. That's you can yeah. have the ball. I want a big ass stack of money. I want a picture of the ball at least. I would also want more autographs too. I think that's something I'd ask for. Actually, you know what? I think I've come to a conclusion that if I were to catch that ball and somebody from the Yankees told me, hey, do you want to meet Judge? I would say, I want to meet every single person that's played for the Yankees that's won a championship that's still alive. I want one of those Sandlot balls that has a whole bunch of, that has like yes. an entire team. There you go. On. That's one of the things I always think about too. Like whenever I go to like baseball games, I like just wish something would happen to me. Like they let go of the bat or like, you know, their helmet fly, like something. Cause like not something big where it would be like, Oh, $3 million, but like something where it's or like a lawsuit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like they, they need it like right now, you know, like, can we get this back? And I'm like, yeah, I'll give it. If you just like, I just want a signature from everybody on the team. You know what I mean? I've always wished that happened, but it's never happened. Now, speaking of, That'd be a pretty good deal. And speaking yeah. of ticket stubs, I always I remember we don't get ticket stubs from movies anymore, and it's yeah we do. 
Well, they're pieces of paper. Yeah, but that's not a stub. This is a no. Rece- you're absolutely that's a, right. That's a receipt. That's a receipt. Well, I mean, I keep them all the same. That's but I mean, you like, used to keep a, whole, a bunch of the movies, uh, the tickets. No, stuff. I still keep them. I mean, sometimes you forget you forget to give them to me, but you know. Well, these are little paper pieces of shit. It's not like like the old days. <laughs> but Brian, you see me take stubs. them? Oh my god! They also rip them up every time. Have you seen uh, what is it in Korea? I think where they do the 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 tickets they give you. It would be like an actual ticket for the movie. Like I saw the ones that they did in the videos, like Avatar. And it was like it was reflecting like water and stuff, and they did the Batman. Oh, yeah, and it was yeah. a battering and stuff like that. I was like, that's, dang, that's pretty sick. I I wish they would go back to like the actual ticket stubs. I mean, I still have in one of these boxes um, a ticket stub from The Dark Knight. I see it. How did we get on movie stubs talking about sports? Because we're well, talking about we're, ticket stubs. Yeah, right? we're talking about the ticket stub in the game. Okay, we think about the ticket stubs at movies that we don't get anymore. We just get little lame ass paper receipts. People listening to this episode are like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> I kind of got we distracted. We're in a movie too, episode all of a sudden. I mean, the rambling episodes are the best episodes. They are. All right, to get back on track. Yeah, though. back on track. Um, uh, like, having, like, honestly, so, like, I've, so, like, with, I ha- I collect a lot of Funko Pops, and I have Funko Pops that are worth, like, a lot of money, and sometimes they'll, like, jump up, and I don't want to sell it because it makes me feel, it makes me feel better knowing that other people don't have it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And it might sound, like, dumb, but. You know, I don't know. $3 million is a lot of money. I, I've never, you know, been in that situation. But a little part of me, though, if I got that ball, I would low-key feel a lot better knowing that nobody else can have that ball. You know what I mean? <laughs> this went really dark. Yeah. I'm, I think it's going to depend on how much things become, how much things worth. Yeah, because, like, sometimes, like, you know, it's like, because I, I think about it, you know, we do hypotheticals all the time with, like, my friends. I'll be like, if we gave you this much money, would you, like, jump off a cliff or something? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes I say, like, no. Like, it's a lot of money. But, you know, like, no, I want to do that. But then, you know, like, you say, yeah. You say, yeah, to that $3 million. You die the next day. You know? I don't know. <laughs> but then you have that ball, you know? I'd be like, I want to be buried with that ball, you know? <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah, no, no, I get it. I think it also depends on where you live. Like, where we live. Yeah. Pretty, pretty nice. Pretty safe. Yeah. If I if we lived somewhere else that was maybe a lot more not so safe, I'd probably get rid of that ball and get the fuck out of there before someone <laughs> stole it. Yeah, I guess I'm not thinking about all that. I'm just, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, We got off topic, but do we have anything else to go over? It's still sports related. I know it is. No, I'm not. I'm not. Not not really. No, it's, it's just kind of a slow time in sports. Trevor Bauer. Well, not slow, but. We'll have see it. It'll be better like in a week or two, depending on what the NFL decides to do with the game. They still have to get that to schedule. Well, um, we could have, they could. I I said they should just delay playoffs one week. What's so hard about that? Because they because they can't like play the Bills and Bengals game on like in the middle of the week and then keep their schedule the same. That's fucked up. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I I think. Not playing it this week is probably smart. No one's gonna be in a in the mood to play. Or like no, no way. And another thing they could do if they want to just keep the schedule, like the the Bengals and the Bills should just like try to work out a scenario where they can try to give um, the first seed to the Bills or something, or because the Chiefs would take the first seed. I think the Chiefs have the advantage on the first seed anyway. Yeah, they could so, just be like, "Fuck it, we'll just take, let's just tie." Yeah, or just, so, just don't play the game. Just tie. Yeah, tie or somebody like 
because I think the Bills and the Bengals clinched playoffs anyways. Yeah, so it's they like, were only really fighting for seeds. Yeah, so if they wanted to like, I I don't know, like just either somebody they agree whichever is better for one of them to take a loss, or if it's better for one of them to, or for them to just tie or something like that. But I mean, like they don't have to play that game. They could just take an extra bye week if they could figure that out. Now it'd be it'd be it's gonna be curious to see how the NFL does that because I mean they've had games that they've had to postpone before, but if it's like in the middle or the early the beginning of the year that like during the COVID stuff when they had to delay games because of uh, COVID stuff they just okay play during your bye week mm-hmm. is, is that simple that's it your bye week's just gone it's like okay fine whatever but you can't do that now um, I'm sure Goodell will fumble it and fuck it up because yeah. he's an idiot um, tonight we'll see OB trending on Twitter their games tomorrow morning <laughs> <laughs> that'd be so fucking stupid be such a dick move uh, I fucking I hate Goodell he's such a dumbass um <laughs> I got nothing else. All right. Leave it on that. Goodell's a dumbass. All right.